Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been a part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023 at 4 p.m. I tell you the date and the time to let you know that we are recording this podcast prior to this evening's fifth round. Joining me today is my co-host Sam Swearingen, the father of Dalen Swearingen, the reigning 2022 BBR world champion. We will discuss last night's round, round number four. We will review Sam's predictions and ask him to make some more for us. During today's discussion, we're going to draw on Sam's rodeo experiences, and they come from a variety of rodeo roles that he's been in. First, as a competitor, he's a two-time North American Rodeo Commission saddle bronc riding champion. Second, as a rodeo stock contractor, he produced rodeos and bull ridings for almost 30 years. Third, as an instructor, for years he hosted rough stock rodeo schools with his brother Mike. And finally as a coach on the field of play. He's helped many cowboys perfect their skills during the rodeo competitions by giving them feedback. He has the ability to break down the ride and give them suggestions to improve. Please welcome today, Mr. Sam Swearingen. Sam, how are you? I'm never better, Doug. How are you? I am I am really good. I gotta say, I am impressed with the sound that, that uh, I'm hearing from you. I heard a rumor you got some AirPods. Well, between you and Kathleen, you're trying to get me in the 21st century so that uh, <laughs> we can do all this sort of stuff that we've been working on. And uh, you got the iPods and Kathleen got me figured out how to hook them up and I'm getting a little more technology every day, you know, and I didn't, I didn't have far to go to start to get a little better. So <laughs> here we go. Right. Here we go. And, and just to be clear, you're not sitting in your Ford F, uh, F-350 today? No, I don't have a steer wheel in front of me. Um, still riding for the brand, but it's a lot more comfortable. Oh, I love that. Riding for the brand. BTC, Beyond the Shoots, BTC. Uh, <laughs> I have listened to yesterday's story about riding for the brand and the boys and the brand. And oh, my goodness. I laughed all the way through, Sam. What a, and I, I swear I heard that somewhere. And I asked Kathleen, cause she's kind of the recorder of such things. And she would be the one that would tell me while it happened or close to when it happened. She'd be the one that would tell me something like that. And she said, I don't know that story. Don't tell me. I want to hear it. Okay. So she's going <laughs> to listen to the podcast. Okay. Any, uh, anything more on writing for the brand? Uh, any more bread experiences or stories you want to share? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I'm still shaking my head from I, years ago. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. And it's just good that he was able to get over, Jeremy was able to get over his blood poisoning. I'm, I'm most excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> All right. As always, how is Dalen? What's he up to? And before you say that, Sam, I got to tell you, they did a really, really, really nice recap of last year's finals. Him and Pacheco and JRB and, and Lemmy. My goodness, and the grittiness. And, and I was just I was just blown away to uh, to watch that. We were there live while it was happening. But the drama that was there and everything just took me back to to uh, to a year ago when it was happening. So, how is Dalen? What's he up to, Sam? Well, Dalen's doing well, I guess. I called him right before because I knew you would ask me, and he said, "Can I call you back?" Mm. 
And I said, yeah. <laughs> they never called me back. Yeah. Well, he's probably, so, I mean, he's got sponsorship requirements, right? Duties? I don't know what he's doing. If I guess he's probably there or going there. Mm-hmm. They bucked a lot of calves the other day oh. and uh, played around. And I don't know really what he's into today. And, he, okay. you know, he could be there and fort worth or he could be on his way okay okay all right well just know every time we get together i'm going to be asking you that i know our listeners are very curious about what uh what the world champions got up to what he's doing and he's still the world champion by the way till till it all ends up on uh on sunday evening now he might still be the world champion next year the way it's going i i i i didn't want to i'm 23 but no yeah um, yeah okay all right let's move on but that's a great transition so let's talk a little bit about the championship round now this is through round four last night thursday night the news and i've said this every single time kaiki pacheco still leads the pbr world standing now, I saw a graphic they put up on the TV last night, Sam. They said if it ended today, Kaiki would still win because those in the lead in the finals cannot mathematically win the year-end championship. Okay? They can't gather enough points for that to happen. The big thing that is really standing out for me, and this has got to be the headline in every newspaper anywhere right now, is Jose B. Torlemi is 0 for 4. No rides in four bull rides, Sam. Yeah, um, I thought he would ride last night. I picked him to ride. I thought crunch time, you know, he's a winner. But I seen they did a shot of him in the back before his bull. Mm-hmm. Not right before, you know. He It was a little, little time, and uh, he was looked very uncomfortable, mm. you know. I, as soon as I seen him, I said, oh, this ain't good for him because he just looked uncomfortable. And that's something you never see with him. Yeah. He's always focused and he, he looked uncomfortable, unfocused and like, I got to do this. I got to do this okay. instead of just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't drawn very good to ride yeah. for him, Yeah. but that's never stopped him before. Right. I mean, right. Well, that's the big news, and we'll talk a little bit more about it when we get on into our matchups for the for this coming evening. The other news is, of course, Castle number two bucks off. Davis number two or number three bucks off. The top five just kind of nowhere to be seen right now. Now, Castle's got one ride. Davis has got one ride. We'll talk a little bit more about that, Sam, when we get into it. I'm going to ask you a great big question. Okay. So let's talk about last night, and I am understanding that the number of rides in the round ties a previous record, and that record is three rides in a round, in a round of 40, right? So the big news last night was Winston Henrique Da Silva, currently, you know, recently traded from the Carolina Cowboys. Sounded like J.W. Hart was talking about pretty serious separation of the shoulder, lots of pain, and so forth. Comes out and goes 89 and a half points. Looked comfortable, looked solid, looked polished. I, I thought he did outstanding because you could see he was really concentrating on that free arm, keeping it down, keeping it from getting up high, unless they had it all taped up where it couldn't go very high, which they probably did. But he he kept it there but the bull was excellent for what he needed 
it didn't have any power you really got in the air mm -hmm. you know it didn't have that whip to throw that free arm mm -hmm. mess with the shoulder too much but uh to ride when you dislocated your shoulder and then ride the next day it, that's that's tough that uh, is I've, yeah Absolutely. i've done mine and I wanted to whine like a little baby. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> it hurts. So, okay, speak from experience. You've dislocated your shoulder. Got to get on another bronc, dude. Sorry, it's time for you to show up. How much, you know, go to the mental aspect of it. Certainly you got a physical, you got a physical restriction, right? A restraint, something that's going to limit you. But talk about the mental aspect. I did mine one time and I took care of it. I did just what the doctor said to do and didn't come back any earlier and it felt good and never has come out again. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is the case, but those bull riders, a lot of times would, it comes out often. Really? And if this was his first time, yeah. Oh my goodness. He's one tough cat. He is. He is. Uh, mentally, you gotta be thinking about that when you're pulling your rope. Absolutely. Now, if it happened quite often, you know, then that's another story. It's kind of like a a loose socket that just goes in and out. You bet. You so. bet. Yeah, that was an amazing ride to watch. You talk about grit. You talk about just the ability to ride through pain, which is just amazing. And to your point, had a bull that was okay. None of them are easy in this round, right? This was a crazy round of bulls. And I think three rides in a round kind of tell us that. And then we had Joao Lucas Campos. He he showed up with an 89.5 ties for first and second in the round. Had a nice round. Jesse Petrie, 88 and three quarters points. He had a nice ride as well. Did you want to comment on either of those rides, Sam? Anything that stood out for you that you just saw? I mean, is this, are either of these guys, Joao or Jesse or Wingston, are they getting poised to launch? Well, we talked about Winston and riding with that dislocated shoulder, and he had first pick for today. So mm. I think he probably picked a bull that fit him very good. Campos made a great ride. Yeah. Great ride. Yeah. And he'd had second pick. I'd have to believe that the, he doesn't know any of the bulls, but he's got people that's telling him this one will fit you. Right. You know? Right. So I have to believe that uh, one of those two will ride today and maybe both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesse's bull hipped himself real bad and turned back into his hand mm -hmm. and made it good for him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's bull riding. That's good. You know? Uh, so he had third pick and he's going to pick one that's, that's going to fit. So I think we're going to see a lot more rides today. Yeah. Than, uh, and, we and, have been seeing. and that was interesting when you say a bull fits him. We talked the other day about right-hand riders, left-hand delivery bulls, left-hand spinning bulls into your hand, which means the bull, if, if I'm riding left-handed, Sam, make sure I got this right. If I'm riding left-handed and the bull's going into my hand, that means he's spinning to the left. Correct. Okay. Now, we saw that big during the teams, meaning I heard, uh, was it Justin McBride or whatever, say, you know what? Um, he would ne I would never put this guy on that bull if he's on my team. Does that make sense? Right, because that didn't fit him, whether it's the way he turns back or how he bucks. It just doesn't fit the guys. Yeah. And you had a lot of that last night. You oh, know, my. you could have rolled. 
three times as many bulls if you could have matched them up. Okay, okay. And that's interesting. And I don't want to lose that because we saw the riding percentage as the team season went on. We saw the riding percentages get stronger and stronger for Cowboys that may have had a 25% riding percentage during the season. All of a sudden, they're in the 40% coverage rate. Now, now here's a question. Explain, if you can, three rides in the round. Now, tough round, tough bulls, best bulls. All the top bucking bulls were there, but three rides in the round. What do you attribute that to, Sam? I attribute to competition. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody is stepping up and taking Mm -hmm. over, Mm -hmm. and the other guys aren't following suit. You're only as good as your competition. Mm -hmm. If you can... Jose Vitor Lemmy could very well still win the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and nobody's had to do it. So you're only as good as your competition. It doesn't matter where you're at and what field or where you're going. It's amazing how good you can step up if you are pushed to get there. Nobody's pushing anybody right now. And, uh, it sure shows. Yeah, and, and to the point, you know, when you hear the commentators say sometimes it just takes a big ride to get everything started for the rest of them. And I was hopeful because Joao Lucas Campos scores an 89 and a half early, early in the round. And I'm thinking, okay, now we catch on. Now we go. Now we catch some momentum. And it took a lot of rides before we got to, to that, to the next 89 and a half point ride that came up. So, what 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 about I know you talk about competition and nobody's really taking the lead, but let's talk about the physical aspects of these cowboys right now, or maybe it's even the mental aspect of these cowboys. We've talked, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but but we have talked, Sam, about these cats have been riding since Thanksgiving, darn near every weekend. And you know, they're gonna get on three bulls in a weekend all the way through. So what is the the rigors of the road, the rigors of this schedule? Are we seeing the effects of that in last night's round? Yes, probably more of that mental aspect than that is in the physical, because most of these guys seem to be physically in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've had a long, long season. But most of them, you know, there's a few like Eli that's really, really sore. Yeah, a few of them, but it, it just it doesn't make sense that they're not doing better than they are. Okay. And who am I to say? Right. You know, right. they're you're you're bucking off, you know, are what are you doing? Right. But right. It, it just seems like a different field. When they played that video uh with all the guys last yeah. year, you yeah. you seen how the competition drove each other and there was the desire to mm-hmm to push them you know so if kaiki would be here this year dalen be in there this year what would happen you know would they be pushing each other to win and you know when you deal with young kids in sports and things and when they have to step up and they prepared themselves to step up they do it Mm -hmm. they do it they do it Well, and, and so. you know, I like your point, Kaiki Pocheco, you know, they call him the Iceman, right? Which means he's got the mental fortitude and the mental resiliency. He, he And like Dalen, puts it be, behind him, time to move on. Let's go ride this next one. 
and there just there just doesn't and and again I'm armchair armchair quarterback and that's not fair okay I'm not there I'm not even in the same building but there's just something a bit off in the I don't know if it's the tempo or the the energy whatever it might be so you know when you said you know Kaiki last year they put Dalen and Kaiki up there face to face you know trying to say who's going to be your winner and all that. And when Dalen came off there, he said, he was serious. Oh, <laughs> said, he, he was. He, yeah. He yeah. said, you know, he, he said, when you do that with other guys, a lot of them, you know, from wrestling, they do that quite yeah. a bit. So yeah. Dalen's been in that situation and he's going to show that he's not going to back down. But sure. he said, Kaiki was serious. He there was to play. no doubt that he was in the game. You bet. You bet. <laughs> so, and that sets tone. Uh, and I don't even know if Kaiki's in the building. I don't even know if he's in Fort Worth, but that sets tone. Right. And I'm going to ask you, we're going to get to this in a minute. I think this will make sense where we're kind of going round and round. So speaking of round and round, uh, the fifth round tonight is a draft round. So again, tell, explain. You usually talk about bulls being drawn. Sam, what is a draft round and how do they determine uh, who goes first and second and that sort of thing? Well, um, there was two 89.5 rides last night. Mm -hmm. The high score ride gets the very first pick out of the 40 bulls that are in the draw or in the draft, I should say. Okay. The 40 Bulls are in the draft. The high score ride gets the pick. Okay. Now, with two 89.5 rides, now the one that is higher in the standing uh, picks the first bull. Okay. And then the other 89 would pick second. Uh, then the third guy that rode, Jesse Petri, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, he got to pick his bull. And from there, it goes on time. Okay. So uh, if somebody rides 799, they get to pick fourth and right down the line. So uh, very interesting uh, scenario. If you buck off right away, you might get 35th pick or, you know, if you slap your bull at 1.2 seconds, you might be the 40th pick. Okay. Get stuck with whatever nobody else wants. Okay. And I'm looking at last night, and Sam, there was a rider, uh, uh, Nick Tetz, who challenged his time. Uh, they had marked him at five and, and something seconds. And he challenged his time. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what's he doing? He, he um, you know, is he protesting that he slapped? No, we saw him get bucked off. Is he challenging that I was fouled? And what really came out was, no, I want to make sure you give me every tenth or every one hundredth of a second I got coming. And as I'm looking his time, he was like a 5.34. Guess what? There was a guy right behind him with a 5.5. So give me every second. I'd never heard that before, Sam. I'd never seen that. What did you make of that when that was happening? Well, I was scratching my head. I thought, what the heck are you doing? It's going to cost you 500 What's going yeah. on? Because they, they stopped the clock at two or seconds or something for a slap. Yeah. And uh, I said, what, what? And right. come to find out, he was much more intelligent than I was because he was, he probably moved himself up 
10, 15 spots in the draft. Absolutely. So, uh, what Absolutely. a great move. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, and I saw Flint Rasmussen in there going, go, go push the button, go push the button. <laughs> um, very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it, at the time it didn't make sense, and then once I figured, mm-hmm. or they explained it, and I figured it out. And I, what a great to have the wherewithal to go do that after getting bucked off and being mad at yourself. Absolutely, uh, and and really and, made a difference, I'm sure. And ten ten spots in that draft doesn't sound like a lot. He might be drawing, he might be drawing, you know, fifteenth um, instead of thirty fourth. I don't know. But that's got to make a big difference, doesn't it? Well, you, it's, that's 10 other bulls that <laughs> you can't pick from right, that they right. like better than what they're leaving you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, three spots in that draft is huge. Yeah. You know, to get the what one you want or fits you better than what another two do. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's that's that was very intelligent move. Okay, good. Very good. intelligent. Yeah, I hadn't seen it before, but I'm like, holy cow, that's darn interesting. Um, so so talk a little bit about the shoot clock. When did that come about? Do you like it? You're a rodeo stock contractor. You've been a competitor. And last night, the reason I bring this up, Vitor Losnaki was on the clock, lost his hand, lost his rope. No score. And when you think about $35,000 per round to win, gut punch. So talk a little bit about the shoot clock, Sam. And I'm not sure what when the shoot clock came in. It, it was probably six, seven years ago. Okay. It was an incredible, incredible idea. Um, people were just wasting time in there and messing around and you know, I still think they give them too much time now, but this might be the best thing that happened to us in Mackey mm-hmm. because when we talked about them before, I picked them at the velocity to win the round. Yeah. I said, but he cannot screw around in the box. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. The more, the more he does that, the, the worse it is for him. Yeah. Now you want the bull standing, right? Don't get me wrong. And they don't start that clock. What they have is 30 seconds mm-hmm. after they determined the bull was good enough for you to nod already. Mm-hmm. But uh, this this could be the thing that he needed mm-hmm. to get him in there and get out. Yeah. And the kid rides excellent. Wow. And he's just messing with his own head, I think. Yeah. So as a stock contractor, no doubt, I mean, the rodeos we did outdoors, you know, PRCA, APRA, IPRA, there were times when you said, dude, he's he's okay, just take him, right? Just take the bull, take the bronc, whatever it may have been. And I got to imagine standing on the back of the buck and shoot as a stock contractor, dude, you're, you're wearing out my horse here. Yeah, especially um, with these Brazilian-style ropes. They pull them okay. very tight, and uh, if one's going to mess up, it'll be out one of those big events because it's just a whole different thing for him. Okay. But yeah, it, uh, it's a funny scenario with the bull riding. It's a little different in the bronc riding. I always said, if a horse is messing around or flips in there, try to stay ready as you can. Cause when they land one, if they 
smash you in the back. And when they come down, they're flat-footed. That's when, if you're not knocked out of the saddle, get ready to nod. Right. Right. Because okay. that that's your best shot. Yeah. Now that bull last night would well smack you get. Yeah. When he started jumping and kicking in there, it's like this ain't gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. isn't and that same thing. That guy on breadbasket, mm-hmm. uh he had plenty of time when he slid up, he was good to go and he just had to do something like flip his chaps out of the way or some thing that makes no no difference in the world they're going to move when you're not you know when the bull leaves there anyway so mm-hmm. just yeah okay and that's more of a mental your normal game plan you know what yeah. you do every time and sometimes you have to okay i'm just going to slide up and go you know you look at uh who is probably the Best at getting out on bulls and not screwing around is ezekiel mitchell okay yeah you yep. watch him yep. And he will slide up and go. Cade Mooney was that way. Okay. Really, you know. But he liked to come from the back and move with the bulls when they were leaving the chute. So he was already in time with them. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference. La- <laughs> yeah. Last summer, um, I heard uh, Dalen. He was on a wrestling podcast, right? And he was talking about, I believe it was on that podcast, he was talking about the bull messing up you know, in the shoots, bucking, that sort of thing. And he said, you know, a lot of people want to come in and help you and keep you back. He says, no, to him, that's part of the game. The fight is on. The fight is on. And that, that it felt like that's what was motivating him, okay? So instead of it being a distraction, okay, let's go. You want to do this, let's go, is what I kind of heard from that. Go that's, ahead. That's the first time when, when he was doing that wrestling podcast, yeah. that's the first time uh, I – ever heard that from them yeah. and it made such perfect sense yeah yeah if they're real bad like that one was little slack he was last night yeah it, you need help but yeah uh yeah he said well the fight is on mm-hmm. you know i'm in the fight now let's let's get ready we're gonna see who wins this that's exactly and, uh, right now and, and and along those lines you talked uh, you touched on this briefly and the in the commentators last night with vitor lo said He's got to work on his shoot procedure. Can you explain a little bit what that? I'm a. You're a competitor. You're going to ride a bull, Sam. You have all the things you have to do. They come to you and say, "Time to go. You're up next." Talk a little bit about what what in the world are we talking about with shoot procedure? Well, it's uh, basically being ready when they get to you. You know, uh, these people are, especially with uh, commercials and everything. It's all we're going to come to you in 30 seconds. We're going to come to you in 60 seconds. Be ready. Okay. How are you doing there? You know, when they come up through there, it, it's time for you. Let's go. And it's kind of like working a young horse. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to move fast. You don't want to be loud. You just want to get up there and go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. These bulls with such triggers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so you want to be you don't want to get ready too early because then everything get can get bad too. Mm-hmm. But you want to, when, when that bull is standing in there halfway decent, especially if like one like the bread basket that you know is going to be bad, mm-hmm. you know, as you're going up, you can nod and yeah. be in time. When you hit that rope where you want to be, yeah. 
you're ready to go. You know, you don't have to be up there messing with stuff and, okay. and doing it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, to each his own, but he'll have to, because it will cost him more money because it'll happen again if he keeps doing what he's been doing. Let's shift to the finals leaderboard. We see Ramon de Lima still in the lead. He rode 204. Uh, he bucked off last night. However, he remains in the lead in the average in the total for the finals. Boudreaux Campbell bucks off, drops to third in the average. Brady Randolph, cowboy out of Pennsylvania we've been watching. He bucks off, drops two places, no, maybe one place to fifth in the average. And then Wingston Henrique De Silva comes in with that 89.5-point ride, gives him two qualified rides, moves him into second place, and he is sitting one quarter of one point behind Ramon de Lima. So here's the question, Sam. How many bulls will you need to ride to win this finals? I would say probably four bulls. Four bulls will win this finals. Yeah. Wow. Last year. And Could I, happen on three. Could happen on three. All right. But, what, uh, what are you going with here? Come on, take a position. No, I, I, would no. that not be a record if four. you won on three, Sam? Oh, I, I'm sure it would be. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'll say four. And that includes say how many bulls. all the way through the final round, the championship round on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. There's four rounds left. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you said four. Okay. Sounds like your crazy question, but so we, we had the performance last night, all the experience you've had, all the things I talked about, everything from coaching to instructing, to being a competitor yourself. Let's imagine you've been asked to step into the locker room tonight, about an hour before the fifth round, every bull rider is there. Every single bull rider is there. What do you say? What's your what's your topics to talk about, Sam? <laughs> oh, Doug, you really put me on the spot. Absolutely, because, uh, th- these are the best bull riders in the world. And I'm just a guy from New York, but <laughs> I think what where you would go probably to encourage them to say, "Look in your heart. This is what you love to do. This is why you are the best in the world." Why not take advantage of it? You want to win, go do it. You put, you know, take your heart and put it where you want to be. If you could be doing anything in the world, this is where you would be, or they're not there. Right. Because to ride at that level, you got to love it so much, breathe it, eat it, sleep it. Yeah. You got to want it. Yeah. Get back to where you were when you were. 16-year-old kid getting on steers trying to learn how to do it. Get that desire, Mm. that desire to win, Mm. to be the best in the world. And, you know, because you're not, it's not like you're talking to a 16-year-old kid. Come on, try, you know. They they know what they got to do. Where do you get it? You get it from deep down in your heart and your deep in your belly and you pull it up there and say, okay, it's my turn. There you go. You, you, you know, when you hear these guys, you know, say they 
going to win the world. They're going to do this and going to do that. And you think they're cocky. No, mm-hmm. you got to have that mental attitude to do it. it it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's different from me sitting on the couch watching it. Yeah. And you gotta, and you gotta make it fun. You know, yep. that's when I seen Jose last night in the back, not when he's riding before anything happened. He wasn't having fun. He wasn't, you know, it was worrying him. So you got to get down in there and see what, where, why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Okay. Enjoy the ride. Okay. Perfect. Perfect, okay. Sam. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut this out and I'm going to send this to the PBR and say, please play this at about 6.45 tonight. Please gather up everybody. Uh, I love it. No, I absolutely love what you said. Perfect. Spot on. All right. Now we're going to go to our matchups for the evening, meaning those guys we're following. We're going to start with Josh Frost. And uh, you've already studied everything. Uh, He gets on uh, ground assault tonight. And I want two things. Number one, ride or don't ride. Number two, Furious Coach, what do you tell him? Short and sweet, what do you tell him? Josh Frost, go. Josh Frost, I think he rides. Okay. I, he's due. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's due. Okay. And to tell him, don't worry about it. You're here because you earned your way here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody. Just go have fun. Yeah. Rattle them. Do what you do every day. Yeah. And play. Play to win. I love that, Sam. You got a great you got a great theme going here. Have fun. Go play. I mean, think about it. Everybody that's ever rode bulls, I mean, somewhere along the line they had to think this is fun, right? This is just cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. 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 Go back to yeah, little britches. Let's go. Let's go dig that up. Perfect. Um, Nick Tetz, the Calgary, Alberta cowboy, uh, gets on July tonight. Bucked off Derek Kobaba. Uh, Nick Tetz, ride, don't ride, and what's your coaching advice here? Really, an outstanding bull. Okay, really, really box. And this this could be great for Nick because he's not gonna he's not gonna mess around a lot in there, and he's not a big guy mm-hmm. uh, well neither is Derek but mm-hmm. um I this bull really bucks I don't think he rides him he doesn't ride him but what do you tell him no. what do you tell him Sam give him the um, best advice you can give him for this matchup you are representing your country mm-hmm. you are the one Canadian representative I like that go do what you came down here to do perfect perfect done done Perfect. Let's go to Marcus Mast. Uh, gets on a cowboy train or on a, on a bull tonight train station. Left hand bull rider, left hand delivery. Cowboys zero for four so far. Uh, what's your what's your prediction? And and again, what do you tell Marcus? Prediction is he'll buck off because his head's not in it. Um, and what I would tell him is. You finally have a bull that's into your hand. Get your mind right and enjoy it. You know, because this this is the first one he had that really should fit him. Okay. So if you if he was on the teams, right? 
He team standout yeah. on Kansas City Outlaws. Marcus, this is what this is the bull we have picked for you. You can do this. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? If 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 yes. Okay. Okay. You finally got one that fits you. This this if I was your coach, this is the one I would have gave you. Perfect. Out of all these bulls, this is the one that I gave you. Perfect. I love and it. let him think that in his mind that wow, this is the one I want. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to Derek Kobaba and starts out big, right? Wins the first round. He's got a bull that Nick Tett scored 89 points on. Uh, Bandito Bug, what's your what's your prediction here? Yeah, let's, let's say he rides him. Okay, okay. And this whole matchup, they might not have could have picked a better bull. Really? Okay. So... Um, is this your matchup of the evening then? Oh, he's going to be right there close. I, okay. I, I hadn't thought of that yet. Okay. But uh, okay. Okay. He, th- this, this should be good. And okay. what I would say to Derek is you're not out of this yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. that million dollars is still available to you. Yeah. Reach and grab it. Yeah. Grab it. You want it? Take it. What a perspective. There's a million dollars here. <laughs> Do you want it? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go on to Ezekiel Mitchell. This is a guy you said moves really nice and quiet in the shoots, gets out nice. He has drawn a bull called War Department, right-hand delivery, right-hand bull rider. What do you think of Zeke's chances here this evening? His chances are good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gets it done just because he's either been ahead of these bulls or – behind him mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. it's just not been his time out well, this bull is more up his alley mm-hmm. but you still got to be doing everything right and let the bull make the move before you do perfect perfect and, oh uh, okay so is that the advice yeah the advice would be ride your bull don't don't think of what he's going to be doing. Just ride your bull, stay square in the middle, and let the bull pack you around the corner. Okay. And play catch up a little bit. You'll be fine. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Moving on to Eli Vassbinder, Ohio Cowboys uh, on the day sheet. We saw him last night. My goodness, he looks sore. Drawn a bull called La Pua, I think is how you say it. And uh, right-hand delivery, right-hand bull rider? I don't think he rides him. I think he's too sore. Uh, it just looked, it was painful to watch last night because mm-hmm. he's a great kid and you care about him. It's just painful looking at that. Yep. And my advice to him would be go home. Heal up. Heal up. You know, you, bet. you cannot, when you're riding that sore, you're going to get bad habits and then you're going to have to, come back to the middle and, you know, get over it. But your mind will not, will compensate. So you won't be riding right, you know. I don't know if it's his groin or what it is, but you're not going to pull with your leg if your groin is that sore, if it's up in his hip or what it is. It's, but he is one hurting cowboy. Absolutely. Absolutely. My advice would be go home and Mm -hmm. just get, let it, let it heal up till the team things and then come back stronger than ever. Okay. Okay. Good. 
So let's move on to Wingson Hen- Henrique Da Silva. Of course, this is the Carolina Cowboy that was just traded off. Had a great ride last night. Separated his shoulder. He's got a bull Tijuana two-step. He bucked off uh, a bull rider earlier this week. 40 and three-quarter points is what the bull was scored. Well, with that shoulder, but he had the number one pick of all the bulls. Uh, good point. So got to trust he got what he's doing. One he thought, yeah, <laughs> you know, he knows he knows better than anybody what will fit him. Yeah, and uh, with the shoulder was sore or whatever, he picked one that uh, he. He was pretty sure out of that 40 bulls, this was one he could ride the best. So okay. I'd give him a ride, and <laughs> advice would be keep your free end low. Right. <laughs> right. That would be it. That'd be right. But, yeah. you, but in the same token, you don't want to say too much where they think about too much yeah. Uh, yeah. because you want them just doing what they know how to do. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I learned that this year, last year, it was Eli was getting on a bronc and he was saying, he said, there's only two people I can hear. And one of them was me. You, you know, Sam. Before he's getting on. Sam. Right. Okay. And I, I, you know, I shouldn't be saying anything at that time. Yeah. If you if you need to be encouraging or doing something at that time, it, you should have did it a long time ago. Right. You know, right. you know what you're doing. Yep. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. All right, Tate, Tate Polmeyer, 18-year-old cowboy out of Kansas, has drawn a bull called Smooth Over It. Right-hand rider on a left-hand bull. Tate. Um, he's not had a good finals, mm-hmm. and he is so talented. I hadn't, haven't figured out why he's not having such a good finals, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it's going to snowball. I think he gets bucked off again. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. And for the youngster, 18 years of age, I mean, you know, we're still learning at that age, of course. What, what, uh, what's your, what's your coaching advice here? Uh, him, it would be more of look at where you're at. Mm-hmm. Look at where you're at. Oh, look God, around the building. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. God, yeah. you made it here. Look at this. Yeah. This is what you've dreamed about since you were probably six years old. Yeah. All right. <laughs> This is it. Now yeah. forget about that. Do what you were learned to do. There you go. You did it. You made it. Forget about it. And go ride your bull. Yeah. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Let's go on to Daniel Keeping, 23-year-old cowboy out of Texas. We saw him win Indianapolis in January. He's got God Bless America, left-hand delivery, left-hand riding um, uh, rider. What do you think? I think he rides. He rides. Okay. I think he rides. And if he rides, it's his go ahead. Time. Okay. It's his time. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Now he this bull was scored earlier in the in the finals at a forty three and a half. Daniel Keeping rides him. What's what are you going to see for a score on the board? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And for young Daniel Keeping out of Texas, what did, what's your advice on God Bless America tonight? <laughs> Okay. Well, Daniel, you you rode one and you're still in the hunt to win the average. Yeah. You know, just you're in it. Go be in it to win it. Okay. All right. Be in it to win it because you don't get this opportunity but once a year. Right. So don't (laughs) 
squander it. Yeah. <laughs> Be in it to yeah. win it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Moving on to Crockett, Texas, Boudreaux Campbell, uh, setting third, I guess, in, uh, in the, in the average for the finals. He has drawn a bull. He has chosen a bull. I got to change my language here called hunting trip, mm-hmm. left-hand rider, left-hand delivery, they scored this bull. JRB rode him earlier this uh, finals for 88 and a half points. What are you thinking? I say he rides him. Okay. And when he does, how many points do you think you're going to see? 89 and a half. 89 and a half. Okay. Now, Mr. Campbell, and you know him, What what uh, what's your advice here as you sit down with him? His motor's always running all the time, so you got to just say, you know, just have fun. Okay. Just have fun. Don't think about anything, but when you're pulling your rope, just have fun. Just because have fun. If, if he gets to thinking about, well, I got to ride this bull to win this and do that, he's still very much in there extremely well for the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Don't, don't let the pressure get to you because okay. it'll eat you up. Let's go to Jasper, Texas, or 2016 world champion. That's Cooper Davis on a bull he has chosen called Hunter. Bucked off Josh Frost, but they scored the bull 43 points. I think he rides him. Okay. And hard to give advice to somebody that is this talented. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, and it's hard because he breaks everything down. Mm. You know, okay. his mind, and I don't know the man to say hi is all, but he breaks everything down and does it a lot of mental physics to it and all that. But uh, he knows what he has to do. And that would probably be it. You know what you have to do. Just you don't need anybody to tell you. Right. right. You know it. Okay. Okay. You know, he rides his bull. there. You've done it. How many points, Sam? Oh, that bull was pretty good with Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 88 so i haven't heard any 90 pointers yet and i we we talked about that if you remember <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nobody's going to make eight 90 point rides for sure um so mm-hmm. 88 points i like that okay good dalton castle mr 90 pointer himself has drawn raven now this is interesting left hand bull rider right hand delivery uh, earlier, this bull was scored 42 and a half points. I say bucks them off. Really? Okay. Yeah. Quick, long, six seconds, two seconds. I, I, I'd say quick. He, his head isn't in it too good. I I don't know. It's it just, yeah, I think he bucks them off and fairly quick. Okay. Yeah. And and Coach yeah. Sam says to Dalton. And he's one that has lived it his whole life. He's mm-hmm. been it since he's a kid, mm-hmm. you know, been around it enough to, that helped him. Uh, a lot of people have been there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you work for. I see. This, this is where you're at. And if you don't do it now, mm-hmm. it ain't going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's time to do it. It it is time. It is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
and nobody's going to give it to you. You got to go take it. All right, let's move on then to Jose Vitor Lemmy, two-time world champion, of course, New Darts Wild Card. You know, after last night, how do you keep predicting all these guys are going to ride? But he, he, I'm not going to bet against him. I say he rides. He rides. It's just, you know, he he's a winner because he's a winner. You bet. And it, it, it's time. You know, his back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. And he'll come out and do what he has to do mm-hmm. to win. Because mm-hmm. that's what winners do. That's what winners you do. Know? Yep. That's what winners do. That sounds... And that's all I would say to him. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? I was going to say. back's against the wall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're a winner because you're a winner. And that's what they do. They go win. So yep. do what you've done your whole life. Yep. Okay. So speaking of winners, we saw this cowboy win Louisville. We saw him win Albuquerque, Dana Barbosa, and he has drawn a bold twisted steal. What are you thinking? I think he bucks him off. Okay. And your advice? Denner is riding style so different from anything I know. Advice for Denner. I, you know, this, this sounds stupid and corny and crazy, but hey, the Denner Bell is here. Go get you some money so you can go buy dinner. Let's okay. let's just do that. Yeah, let's. Do you know, that. you're gonna buy me dinner tonight, dinner. Uh, you know, right. when you win, you buy dinner. Winners buy. The one that wins the most money in the truck buys that night. Yeah. So you want to buy. <laughs> you want, you to, want buy. to buy. Let's yeah. go get a steak. Let's do this exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move to Pennsylvania. Our cowboy Brady Randolph has had a good finals. And he has drawn a bull called Cherry Bob. 22 years of age. What do you think, Sam? Oh, what did they mark this bull last time? Do you have that? Yeah, you? yeah. He bucked off White Rogers early in the finals, 42 and three po- uh, three quarters points, 42.75. You know, I've been picking a lot of rides tonight, and I'm going to keep it up. Okay. So, Fair enough. I say he rides him. He rode pretty good last night for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really tried. Now, here's a, here's a young man that you've crossed paths with, coming up to the high school rodeo and everything. So, 22 years of age, first time he's been to the finals. Now, what do you tell the, what do you tell Brady? What's the advice? And I have talked to this boy numerous occasions through the rodeos and mm-hmm. what he's done. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, treat it like it's just another bull. Don't, you know, you, you've got, you're tough. Mm-hmm. You can ride these guys. There's no reason for this not to make the whistle. Just go and do what you were trained to do, what your mind knows to, for you to do. This is this is all you've done your whole life. Mm-hmm. Everything, because I know the boy's background. It's easier to talk about when you know the background. Sure, sure. Uh, this is what you and your uncle and everybody has worked for, your grandpa. You know, you're here. All right. Do what you know how. Do what you know how. Absolutely. Love yeah. it. All right. Final bull rider we're going to talk about, Joao Lucas Campos. Of course, he's the one that won the Velocity Tour Finals to advance to the UTB. You've been high on this cowboy all the way through. He has drawn a bull called Renegade. He had the second pick of the thing mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I say... He had some good advice, and I say he rides them. And my advice to him is 
keep having the fun you're having because I seen the smile on your face last night. It was great. You want to do that again? Just go ride your bull. Just do what you've been doing. Okay. Because this is all a new experience for him, and he's got nothing to lose. You know, everything to gain, but nothing to lose. Yeah. So I like that. Yep. Just keep going. Yep. Yep. Do what exactly comes natural. So, so we've covered a lot, then Sam. But you haven't told me. Who is your matchup? Now, maybe it's some of the guys we're following. Maybe it's not. Who's your matchup of the evening? The pair that we've got to watch. And this is a very tough round to pick. Uh, you're, you're saying who is going to win the round? Who is going to win the round? Who's going to be the best watching? Whatever you're looking at, Sam, however you want to define mm-hmm. it. Who's the, you got to watch. Don't miss this one. Maybe it comes down to a tenth of a second or whatever, or it's 90 and a half, or it's whatever. Let's go with uh, Derek Kababa. Derek Kababa. He's your he's your matchup of the night. Okay, perfect, perfect. He is all gold. I've got all this. At some point, we'll get back and we'll look at all these predictions and just see how how good you have done. I appreciate all that, and I really I really enjoy the the uh, the advice side. This is this is interesting. I really like Campos too. You like Campos yeah. too. Okay. I, I like Campos also, but can you have two? Yeah. Why not? Right? No. Who says we no. can't? No. Nah. Oh, come on. Serious? <laughs> you can only have one matchup of the night. Okay. Let's leave it there. All that. right. So in, in the <laughs> old days, this would have been when we say matchup, this is your last rider of the night. He's gonna sell <laughs> exactly. your show. Okay. I went down the list and that's who I picked to say for last. <laughs> that's he's gonna sell Sometimes the show. Look. And as it got a little older, it was always day when it was last. So. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Uh, I remember. And sometimes there hadn't been a lot of rides before that, but it's like, come on, Dalen, we need a good ride. We yep. need to sell this show. And he always came through. He always came through. So let's go to the head-to-head matchups. We've we've had Josh Frost versus Derek Kobaba, Eli Bassbinder versus Ezekiel Mitchell. Dalton Castle versus Cooper Davis. And I just have to tell you, your predictions last night were were really uh, consistent. Um, I lost all of them. You did. You did. You did. Okay. And And there's something inconsistency. There's something inconsistent. All right. So your running total coming in before last night was 50%. Three wins, three losses. (laughs) Um, no, I'm at 25%. no, no, no. You're, yeah, you're still at three wins, but now six losses. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're the third Sam. So mm-hmm. yeah. So what, what advice do you give to Sam right now? He, he's, 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 he's he didn't have a great round last night. What, what, what advice do you have to Sam? Maybe you should quit talking. (laughs) (laughs) Just shut up and listen for a while. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Um, you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. Okay. So clearly it's Kobaba is your predictor because you had him. He's the matchup of the night, right? Yeah. Bassbinder and Mitchell. 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 Okay. Yeah. And and again, we have a winner and loser because Sam, if it's if it's perfect, if it's score against score, but all of them last night were time against time, <laughs> oh, time yeah. against time. And just for the record, Bassbinder Mitchell won last night, 
3.77 against a losing 3.74. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You might you might argue the clock went against you. You I, may I might, want to... I, I might want to go hit the buzzer for that one. <laughs> All right. Cooper Davis, Dalton Castle, who's your predictor? Cooper. All right. I got that. I got that. Perfect. All right. Let's move on. Thank you for that. Uh, we'll be talking about that tomorrow again. So, Bulls. Last night, there was a there was a bit of a changeup in the Bull Championship run. Cool Whip falls in the standings, riding solos up there, number one, but on his heels, I mean, nipping at his heels by a hundredth of a point or two is legend. You're sticking with Cool Whip. They got another out, another opportunity to get another score that could be better than their earlier scores because you get to drop one. So what's your, what's your thinking? Well, Cool Whip is on the pie. He's pretty much done. <laughs> he's uh, on the pie. Oh, he's on the pie. He's on the pie. Pass me the pumpkin pie and the cool whip. And the cool uh, whip. Okay. You know, yeah. I, I, I really thought he would be bull here, but yeah. uh, it, it's it's all over. Yeah. I, he would have to have a phenomenal out because one was bad, the other one was okay, and it, not that he can't have a phenomenal out, but. Everything else has to really, you know, riding solo did not mess up 46 okay. and 46 and a half. Yep. So now if he has a bad out, he can drop it and no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, legend, I thought, was outstanding last night. Yep. Just outstanding. Yep. And uh, they didn't ride him very far. And if they rode him farther, he could have easily been another point, you know, or dropped down because he, wouldn't have produced, but I think he was going to really produce. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> that's okay. We can, you still got another round. So I'm going to say, you know, shore up your prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think wins? And it's really going to come down to solo and legend writing solo. Yeah, and so legend. I, okay. Legend was 46 last night. I, I think he was like 46, the first round too. So, uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, Riding solo wins it. Riding solo. Okay. I've got that marked down. So I'm going to ask it again. Who are you picking to win the championship? <laughs> well, I already put Jose and he has his back against the wall and he's a winner. Yep. If he doesn't do it today, yep. it's, I think he's done, but uh, I still say he's he'll get it together. Four bulls left. We'll see. Four bulls yep. left. And and you think four bulls will do it? You already answered that question. How many how many to win the finals is four bulls? You're going to stick with Lemmy then for the finals? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and who to watch? Now remember, Josh Frost has been your pick all the way through. We thought Boudreaux Campbell was was making a move. And to just kind of put it all in context before you answer the question, you've, you've talked to these Cowboys, given them, now not in real life, but you gave them the advice of how to go out and win on their bull. Let's say that takes hold. Let's say that takes hold. Who, who, who are you going to watch? Who's going to make the, who, four bulls left. I mean, tons of money left. Who's going to, who's going to make the biggest move? You know, if Boudreaux rides his bull tonight, mm -hmm. he's going to be in the hunt, and he should ride his bull tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. That that's going to push him in the hunt really good. 
he's going to be one to watch. And Cooper Davis has got one that should fit him really good. And once they get this competition together and the desire to win, which I think changes tonight, and it's a whole different ball game for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And it might just be wishful thinking because I know they can do it and, and they should do it. But I think uh, there's going to be, you know, Josh Frost is going to ride tonight, I think, really good. And I just think it's going to be a really good performance tonight. And they're going to start pushing each other. So, and, and, and what I'm hearing is good, good round tonight, start to push each other. The competition comes in, which means look out for Saturday night, look out for Sunday's long round, look out for Sunday's championship round. Here they come. Is that what I'm hearing? That's what I'd love to believe and I think will happen, yes. Okay, okay. And and just, these are the best bull riders in the world. Absolutely. You know, there, there, there is no, you know, bar none, these are the best bull riders in the world. Yeah. And, and I got to imagine whoever hoists that trophy – has to reckon back to when it all changed for him. And that's when Sam Swearingen came into the locker room before the fifth round <laughs> and gave us the, the oh. motivational speech. I believe that's what's going to pull it all together, Sam. Dougie, Doug, Doug, Doug. Oh, my. We have covered a lot of ground, Sam. We've covered a lot of ground. I think that's all the predictions. I'm going to let you off. we got a bunch more Thank we can you. do. Yeah. I've been on the hot seat. You have been on the hot seat. So so final question yeah. of the day. Final question of the day. Where's Colton? What's he up to? Colton is, uh, I called him right before I called you, and he is at a bulldogging jackpot and at Roy Duvall's. Oh, okay. He said he was long on his first year, but he got him down. He said he was really strong. And so we had a little chat and just just briefly, you know, mm-hmm. just typical, you know what to do. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Do what you love. Love what you do and be a winner. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, I feel good. I'm ready. And so we'll see how he, it's a four-header up there. So we'll know how he does later on. But okay. uh and that's where he's at, and that's what he's doing. Okay. Is that yep. now way back in the day, Roy Duvall, Choctaw, Oklahoma, I believe? Is that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a name I haven't heard yep. in a while. Used to watch him at the <laughs> NFR. Absolutely. Well, yeah, one of the greatest bulldoggers to ever put boots on. You know, <laughs> that whole Duvall gang up there, they they were very competitive. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, you bet. <laughs> from what I the stories I heard. <laughs> well, you should be re- after the finals. We're going to get into some storytelling. I think. I think it's time to get more stories like the branding story out in the world. All right, it'll Sam. be easier than trying to say what to do in the locker room. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, that... I thought your message was great. It's it's very difficult when they're that good yeah. of competitors you yeah. know what to tell them yeah it, for, it's sure. Tough. for sure mm-hmm. all right well thank you sam i hope thank you, you doug yes sir yes sir been a pleasure i hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and we will talk tomorrow morning look forward to it all right man goodbye sam bye doug this is beyond the shoots where we discuss new york rodeo the people and the places they take us 
Saturday morning, we are planning to wrap up round five and preview Saturday night round six. And Sam will continue to make his predictions. Breaking news, we are on Spotify. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. Get your Spotify app on your mobile device. Listen to us as you drive down the road. And remember to check out the New York State Rodeo Museum Facebook group page and become a member. And you can find all of our episodes on beyondtheshoot.com. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.